0: what's going on everyone and welcome to ramblin gamers episode 24 today i'm here with adam and we are going to ramble on about the latest video game news if you guys are liking this show and want to stay up to date follow us on twitter and instagram at ramblin gamers we've also begun streaming on twitch by the time this episode goes live you can probably go to our twitch and see that we played a little bit of it takes two um, so go ahead and watch that VOD and we'll probably be playing it sometime in the future after this episode comes out, but you can locate those at twitch.tv slash rambling gamers. If you're liking our content and would like to see more, please share this with a friend so we can continue to make content for everyone. Uh, before we get into the news, I want to address not having an episode last week. Uh, some things came up. We had sh- stuff to do in in person, our personal stuff going on, and there wasn't a whole lot of news um so this is a, a a much fuller episode than probably normal, but we're still gonna try and keep it uh between forty five minutes and an hour um but we always gotta address this adam what do you what do you how you been what have you been playing
1: um i've been playing i started Final fantasy eight finally i've had that downloaded for a while um I'm vibing with it not that far in um mm-hmm. and when you're you're when you're playing a game that's gonna take like fifty hours like usually the first couple hours you're not fully into it yet um a big rpg like that but i i think i'm going to enjoy it
0: yeah i've been playing i think i've only i played i played a little bit of the fall guys new season uh some more this week it's all right um I, for me that game has kind of just run its course uh they need mm. they would need to add some big changes for me to really get back into the grind of it um and animal crossing guess who moved into my village dude oh i forgot i didn't even tell you this was
1: it the same person that you snapped me
0: Oh yeah, I, I did. I did snap
1: you. Yeah, you sent me a picture, and you said like this fucker.
0: Yeah, he moved in from my girlfriend's village. Who Ooh. I told you that she had had like the ugliest villager. Yeah, and I go, I I talk to Isabel, or she does her morning announcements, and she's like, "We have a new villager, Moose." I was like, "No, <laughs> like it, no, like that." I misread that. I go over to where like I knew the plot of land was that he bought. Uh, I walk in there, and that motherfucker is sweeping his dirt floor i was, and Kristen said I have to like talk to him to get him to move out. I can't just ignore him
1: i I don't know exactly how it works. Um I think maybe you have to like talk to him first and then start ignoring him, and then talk to him, and he'll be like, "You suck, and he'll leave.
0: Yeah, I don't want to talk to him too much because I don't want him to
2: feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, um, but before we get started, Matt, you know what day it is
2: today. April 9th, nothing
1: Yeah, but I the day that, that this goes live
2: Oh, yeah
0: um, It's my birthday <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy <laughs> Thank you, thank you, um, I pre- appreciate that
1: Check check your mailbox in real life And in Animal Crossing
0: Oh, like today? Like today is in April 9th or in the future?
1: Uh, future Matt Check your mailbox Okay um, I sent you a little birthday gift in the mail Thank you, thank you And it says it's arriving Tuesday. Okay, cool. Wow, wow, dude, that's lucky. Yeah, that was lucky.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You almost missed it, dude. I'm pretty sure my Christmas gift I gave to you was late.
1: Yeah, maybe it was
0: right on time.
1: I don't know. I don't remember.
0: Bad friend alert. All right, let's get into the news, though. (laughs) We're going to start off by discussing the E3 2021 that is going to happen this year. It's still on. It's just going to be fully digital. There are some, your normal people who you need to expect to show up are showing up with Nintendo and Microsoft being uh, two of them. Uh, There are many others that are confirmed to be participating as well. We just don't have the full list in front of us right now. Adam, what are you expecting from this event in general? Are you expecting it to be a a success or uh, maybe, you know, not so great?
1: I think just like inherently, it's going to be a success. You know, people missed it last year and now there's another like Nintendo's finally gonna show stuff, Microsoft's gonna show stuff like when they say they are without um pandemic related delays. Um so I think inherently just in that sense it's gonna be a success. Like we're gonna see games, um, people are gonna be excited, disappointed. Whether what happens, people are gonna be talking this week about what's going on, which is always always a fun thing. I um would not have been disappointed if E3 wasn't going to happen um, this year or in the future, because um, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony now do their own E3-style events, and there are other events where you can play demos and all that, um, but it is it is cool to know. I guess I am excited hearing, like, oh, it's back, and it's, you know, once again, going to be a week where um, we have presentations and show off games, and in all honesty, it being all digital kind of means nothing <laughs> to me because it's not like I was in California yeah. and able to play the games. Um It's it's going to be the same exact experience for me and I'm sure um, most of the people <laughs> who are excited by this news. Yeah, I, I just,
0: I don't know how this full digital, I just think in the future, probably a fully digital event is the way to go. I think last summer last summer, in terms of video game news, it was like pretty full with the new consoles coming out from uh, not Nintendo, Sony and Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, my big complaint with that was that there wasn't like anything scheduled. It was Sony and Microsoft going on to like their Twitters and saying, "Hey, like we have something happening this week." Um, yeah. So I like with E3 that it's just like we know who's going to be there. We obviously don't know what's going to be announced, but we know w- who's going to be there. We can maybe make predictions of what's going to be announced, and we know when it's going to be, which is p- the most important thing mm-hmm. about it. So people are uh, have a little bit more time to like maybe make plans to attend or uh, attend, uh, mm-hmm. I guess, attend the digital event. Um, so I, I like that, and I think last year, <coughs> I think last year with the way that they were doing these events. It felt really drawn out. It felt like we were getting, like, we still got, like, a lot of news, but it felt like it started at the end of April and went all the way to, like, the end of September with maybe, Mm -hmm. like, one thing a month. Um, But, uh, again, that's not necessarily a bad thing either, because that meant we got, like, a full month to digest, like, what Sony had shown and then what Microsoft had shown, where with this, we're going to get all this news from these big companies and you know, we're going to probably be done with it in a week or two. Um, I don't know. I, I feel bad. The the thing about this fully digital event, I completely understand why they're doing it, I'm not saying that they shouldn't be fully digital for it. I feel bad for the indie developers who would have shown up and, like, shown off their game to not only consumers, but also to uh, these big companies who may have had some, who may have, I don't know, helped fund the game or something like that. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I, I think, I, isn't that, like, a big part of E3?
1: Um, not necessarily E3, but there are other like events specifically for like Indies to show off their games and all that. But usually, E3's past the barrier, I believe, for um like smaller studios. Like I, I don't think I could make a game and then just show up at E3. Well,
0: yeah, I, I under it needs to be like a. Yeah, I get that, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just think getting people hands on with games is something that we're, we're going to miss out on this year. Um, mm-hmm. which sucks, but I mean, like you've said that they've all kind of, and Nintendo is probably the first one to really start doing like their own thing. Um, yeah. so do you think that they're going to do like a Nintendo direct before? Like, what do you think their plans are for it?
1: Um, I think, well, normally they do a Nintendo direct during, A3, okay. um, like right at the beginning and then they'll open up the show floor. Um, cause that, that's, that's normally what they do It's like the, the first couple days is presentations. And then the second couple of days they open up the show for and you get to demo the games that they showed off. Um, So E3 has come a long way. When I started like watching it, being excited for it um, was when it was only for the press. And the presentations were like press conferences where like the presidents of the companies would stand up there for 40 minutes and talk about like sales Mm -hmm. (laughs) and all that and how good their company was doing like for investors basically. and. And then, like, for investors, they'd say um, and show trailers for upcoming games. Like, mainly for, like, press to cover it and investors to be, like, okay, like, this company's doing good things that people want. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, obviously, there's gamers that want to keep up with, like, the games that are actually being announced. Um, So I remember watching it on G4, which is a channel that's definitely not around anymore, I think, um, where they would just, like, (laughs) like on tv stream like from the audience like what like these people were saying it, it <laughs> yeah, was dude, funny. it was so boring <laughs> yeah um but then at the end when they like would announce the new zelda game it just like made it all worth it um and now um nintendo i i remember the first nintendo direct was like 2011 or 2012 um and it was specifically they came out and said well um like, this E3, we're only focusing on a new console, which was the Wii U. Yeah. So, they did a digital event, like, a couple weeks before where they showed off, like, a half hour of just, like, games. They're like, these are games that's coming because, like, this is what people want to see. And then, like, for the investors, we're going to focus on a new console and sales and stuff. Um, and that was, like, crazy because then they started doing those regularly. And then they stopped doing E3. Like, they were still there on the show floor and had demos, but then they do a Nintendo Direct during e3 to like line up with it um mm-hmm. and now other companies i feel like are kind of following that and sony actually i think last year would have been the first year they did this but e3 didn't happen um they're just not going to be at e3 at all like they did, they're not yeah. even on the show floor and they're not going to have demos or anything um but and the, and this
0: list isn't like a confirmed to be full list yet, so they they could still
1: yeah um yeah. join.
0: But I I would I'm not expecting them to if mm-hmm. they weren't planning on doing it last year, regardless of the pandemic.
1: Yeah, but I, I'm just saying it's crazy how far it's come because yeah. now it's less. Now they've actually opened it up to the public. Like uh, you and I could buy a ticket and go to E3 and like play the demos of the games and stuff. Um, and everyone at home easily now with how they're streaming the presentations and you can actually see the trailers for the games and all that. Um it's definitely more involved. And I brought this up to you (laughs) earlier this week and you said you wanted to save it for the podcast. But I I want them to go the direction of giving us demos of games to play at home. Mm -hmm. Like that just seems so easy, especially during like E3 time, to be like, hey, like these people are playing um this game the beginning of this game on like a five minute timer. So like here, you you can do it too. Like either stream the game or mm-hmm. download the five-minute demo.
0: Yeah, and that that's exactly what we had talked about where it's like if they had just like people who maybe um, show up in person get like first, first goes at it or something like that. Um, and then people at home, like maybe you just pay like a $10 access fee for the weekend or something like that. Pay it straight mm-hmm. to them and you can access all of these uh, different demos or like a select number of demos that they're going to show off. Um, mm-hmm. it, 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 wouldn't surprise me if it went in that direction in the future. I don't think we're going to be seeing that this year. I feel like it's, we'd probably have heard about it already if that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm just curious, what do you expect from Nintendo? Then you, ex- I, I'm assuming you, you're expecting like a, a Nintendo direct a show off games. Do you think we're going to get any news about maybe a switch pro that's been heavily rumored? Um, considering, um, I mean, they have done, they have shown off the Wii U, like you just said at their yeah. at an E3 conference. So they
1: they normally don't show off consoles in directs, so they'll like announce them themselves. Yeah.
0: yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like will they do it at E3, do you think?
1: Um I don't think so. I'm hoping to see Breath of the Wild
2: mm-hmm. too.
1: I think that's very likely. Um I don't know. I feel like every other year Nintendo's really good and then every other year it's just like an underwhelming
0: event. Yeah, but would you have said last year was <laughs> the every other year where they were good.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if there wasn't the pandemic, think about all the stuff they would have announced. They would have announced Hyrule Warriors. They would have announced Paper Mario. They would have announced um, the Mario 3D collection, um, among other things.
2: Yeah. what uh, What's the weekend for this E3, d you
0: know, off the top of your head? Because I know it's only Friday to Sunday this year.
1: It's, it's usually like the second weekend in june so probably like the 11th or 12th or something like that
0: um i'm just like kind of curious at that point because i would bank on some of those titles getting announced or shown off as well um but maybe not anything zelda related if skyward sword hasn't come out
2: hmm. but i don't know
0: but how How you feeling about because microsoft doesn't They kind of do something similar with Nintendo. Um, They normally do their conference at like their Microsoft Convention Center, like five minutes away. Mm -hmm. Um, But it uh, it looks like that they're actually going to be participating this year. Are you expecting them to show off some games? Maybe we'll see some Halo Infinite or Starfield.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially if Halo Infinite is supposed to be their big holiday title. That'll probably be like their main focus.
0: Yeah, I, I for sure think we're gonna. I, I with how Microsoft's already started this generation, I feel like they're just gonna come out swinging and start showing some stuff. because so, that's like the big thing. I feel like they've done everything right. Now everyone's just waiting on like the games to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once if those once slash if those start like coming out and are good, um, it, it's gonna be a, a very strong start to the generation. But um, we'll talk about we'll skip that first point and go to this one. Uh, Bethesda is a, a the company that would normally get their own, like, presentation, correct? Yeah. Now that they're part of Microsoft, do you think that maybe Microsoft will have a longer presentation, or do you think they're just going to be jamming, like, Bethesda stuff into their Microsoft presentation along with everything else?
1: I think Bethesda's still going to have their own presentation. Like, they normally fill the presentations. Like, they have 45-minute mm-hmm. to an hour presentations where they have games and demos and all that. Um, so, I mean, that I don't think that's changed, especially with Microsoft backing. A lot of what they're doing now probably um like there's no way it's like Microsoft has a lot to show and Bethesda will probably have a lot to show I don't see them combining them into one long presentation I think Bethesda is still going to have its own presentation yeah
0: I think if anything it's just going to be like Microsoft goes first and then it leads into Bethesda I I feel like that would or maybe they would I guess even then like you might even say they might want to split it up so they get like two different like news days to for them to be on like the top Of like Mm -hmm. the the website so um, it'll be interesting I'm sure that Bethesda will get their own thing or maybe they'll just get like a substantial part of Microsoft's normal presentation I don't know there's just like two huge companies now that would normally get their own presentation so Mm
2: -hmm. uh,
0: I know and I know we had talked about this when they acquired Bethesda but it's just crazy Uh, but I wanted to address this other uh, publisher who's gonna be at the at E3 and that's Konami um, this one surprised me a little bit because Konami only really seems to publish uh, mobile games in uh, PES now. Yeah. What What are you expecting? I, I I personally have my own predictions of what I think is going to be shown. Do you have any predictions, anything you think is going to surprise some people?
1: No, I don't have very high hopes for Konami.
0: I think that A Silent Hill is going to be shown. I just think it's been rumored for so long that some of those rumors will have to come to something eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I was listening to a podcast this morning and they, they were speculating that Kojima and Konami had, um, decided to go, go together and either make the the silent hill together or, um, a new metal gear game. Um, that Mm -hmm. silent hill one does for me doesn't make any sense because we've heard time and time again from these rumors that it's not a Kojima game. Um, and I, I just don't see that, see Kojima like mending their relationship with Konami. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think he cares.
1: No, there's no way Kojima's ever working with Konami again.
0: Yeah. Um, do you have any other expectations or predictions on the things that are going to be announced or just how well this whole digital event's going to go? Um, no,
1: I'm just excited to, you
2: know, sit on the couch at the boys. Yeah. Eating yeah, some pizza. I think, so I'm just
0: expecting this presentation to be, this whole thing, I think it's going to go well, but I think everyone's just going to want the in-person thing to go, happen again as soon as we can. Um, in predictions, um, I think from Microsoft we're going to see uh, probably some, I would I would put Halo Infinite as like a, I'm almost positive that's going to be shown, um, and Starfield is like another big game that I think is more than likely going to be shown, but not as surefire as Halo Infinite, with Nintendo, um, I actually think we are going to get some news on there. N- this rumored Switch Pro, whatever they want to call it, and mm-hmm. Konami, like I said, I think is going to be silent. Uh, we're going to hear some news about Silent Hill, um, but other than that, nothing too big. Do you have who? Uh, do you have the full list in front of you by chance? Do you know if Ubisoft and I know Take Two is going to be there? Do you think we'll get a new Rockstar game announced?
1: Um. I don't know. I do think Ubisoft is going to be there. I'm pretty sure they're on the list.
0: I'd love to see a new Rockstar game shown. Um, Probably GTA 6. I I think that's the one everyone's expecting. But um, If you don't have anything else to add with E3, we can move on to our next story. Go for it. Which is Xbox news, just in general. Uh, The first one is MLB The Show releasing on Game Pass Day 1 how how does this make you feel as a fellow PlayStation owner
1: I mean I also own an Xbox but um, I mean this isn't like a game I'm into mm-hmm. it's just um kind of cool that just like so Xbox players I know there's people who have been wanting this to be on other consoles so it's cool it's just surprising to me that Sony like let them do this
0: Uh from what I had heard it was it was the MLB's decision okay if, if you on uh, for the PlayStation version, it says the publisher is Sony. In um, the Xbox version, it's the publisher's MLB. Okay, um, and I think they even came out and said that they didn't have any say. Um, I just think that this is embarrassing <laughs> for PlayStation that their first party studio is really. I mean, like I said, they uh, we don't know if we don't think that they necessarily had much of a say, but a first party studio, a first party game, essentially is going to uh not only your direct competitor, but it also is also going onto their marquee streaming service for $15 a month or whatever it is, while PlayStation owners have to pay $70 for it. Mm-hmm. So kind of a kind of sucks. Kind of just shows that Game Pass is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but also uh, another rumor came out that Xbox was reportedly going to be funding the Kojima, the next Kojima productions game. Um, how how do you feel about this? Is this surprising to you after Death Stranding being on
1: PlayStation? (laughs) That's so funny, because a lot of Kojima games are like Sony exclusives, but now um it's clear he doesn't care about like the loyalty to Sony. Um it's just like Xbox probably offered him more money or something like that.
0: Yeah, I I think that's what it is too. I think with how him and what happened with Konami ended up working out, I just think that he doesn't want to like commit to any you know he's i don't think he'd want to like be a a sony first party or an xbox first party he wants to do his own thing and if if one of the companies doesn't want to fund a certain game but the other one does he's Mm -hmm. gonna work with that company instead because he wants to make the games that he wants to make whether they're (laughs) with how you know weird they usually are um yeah, I, I was just really surprised by it. I, I figured that the next game would certainly be, like, a timed exclusive, at least, to PlayStation,
2: mm-hmm.
0: considering they funded a game like Death Stranding. Um, I, I'm curious to know whose decision it was, if it was his, or with how divisive Death Stranding was. PlayStation didn't want to, get like, do it again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I wanted to pose this question to you. Are you at all... Uh, Worried it's probably the wrong word because you and I don't really we, we don't have a stake in the console wars. But with how strong Xbox has come out at the beginning of this dur- this generation, how are you feeling about just PlayStation in general? They've been pretty quiet so far.
2: Um,
1: I don't know. Like Xbox is definitely coming out strong, and I think that's a great change of pace from how they've been in the past. Um, I mean, you're right. I don't really have like a stake in one company versus the other. But I guess, yeah, comparatively PlayStation is not, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it's leaving fans on PlayStation, like wondering what Sony's up to.
0: Yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I've been a, a PlayStation f- like fan all my life. Um, with all this Xbox news coming out, I, I was already planning on getting an Xbox. I just haven't yet. This is just making me want to get an Xbox even more though. Um, One thing that I I was a good, I think a very good take on the, on this whole situation, it was from Jeff Grubb, who I believe works at GameSpot, GamesBeat, actually. And he had basically said that people are, people are worried about Sony kind of keeping quiet Uh, And him as like an industry insider said that he, he wasn't worried because like, well, yes, Xbox can go and buy whoever they want with all the money. The more important thing is being able to push out good games, which we know PlayStation can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so he said that until Xbox is able to start pushing out consistently good games on a regular basis. To not like worry about maybe PlayStation like dying for people who are already in that boat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the, like, yeah, what Xbox has done is promising. But until Bethesda games start coming out, it's just a, a little marker that they can put on on their companies that they own bethesda i thought that was a a good level-headed take on that uh but i just think that hopefully with this xbox is able to release some cool games for their fans
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i hope so if they are able to make me buy uh next gen xbox i mean that (laughs) they did their job because going into this generation i was like no i don't want one Mm -hmm.
0: yeah and and already i think they're doing a good job at that because i was already on the on the fence about if i were to get one i'd for sure get like the the series s uh now i'm kind of (laughs) with how cool like backwards compatibility is and all like how how much better the graphics can be i'm kind of like on the i'm on the fence now for like if when i do eventually get one i'm probably just gonna spend the 500 and get the series x but Mm -hmm. uh, we can move on to our next story which is uh with with Mario's death comes Pac-Man's revival Pac-Man 99 surprise release on Switch on April 7th Adam w- what uh, this came out of little nowhere
1: mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was really cool when i saw this and i have played it i know you said you haven't played it but i played it and it is very um it's Pac-Man but it is just really satisfying cuz you kind of rack up the amount of ghosts that you eat and Similar to Tetris 99, everything's sent out to different players and things are sent to you. And I said, like, the most jarring thing about it, because, you know, when you're playing Tetris 99, it's like you know when you're going to lose. Probably, like, 30 Mm -hmm. seconds, 20 seconds before it actually happens. And you're just sitting there like, yeah, I lost. And you're just waiting for it to happen. Um, But with this one, it's like, it just, like, happens. Like, you just turn the corner and then you're dead. And then you're out. I haven't yeah. gotten higher than 54 is the highest rank okay. I've got, but I've only played a few games.
2: Yeah, um,
1: but so so it's just weird how like you're playing it, you're really into it, and then all oh, you're just out. Like how fast that happens.
0: So how do you how do you feel about these battle royale, royale games? Because now we have we've had Tetris a uh, Mario one, and now we have this Pac Man one. Do uh, you think this is like a, a cool thing that they got going on?
1: Mm-hmm, I do. Um, and they're all made by the same developer the same developer has made all three of those games um, which is cool i mean at this point i'm probably going to expect them to do more i don't know what games they Mm -hmm. they do because it's been a surprise every single time but i like them because they're free they're fun and um they're like (laughs) they're addicting like i still play tetris 99
0: all all the time that, I think that's like the crazy thing is that when I remember watching that direct with you when Tetris was shown off and mm-hmm. thinking like, I think we were both kind of in the same boat that it was like kind of dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, as you, you know, and we've talked about it before, we both love Tetris 99. Like that game is so much fun. For me, I didn't enjoy Mario 35 as much just because I'm not very, I'm, I don't know. I haven't played a whole lot of 2D Mario games. I think you agree to this extent that you've played the 2D Mario games, but you didn't like it as much as Tetris 99. Correct. Um, but it's cool. I, I want them to keep releasing these games because they're awesome. I I hope that they don't continue like they did with Mario 35, take them off.
1: Mm-hmm. If I they were to take is...
0: Tetris 99 off, I, I would have to buy it. You know what I mean? I, I, mean
1: mm-hmm. I, I think Pac-Man's here to stay because they didn't up front say it was limited. And there's also, um, like DLC for it that you have to pay for, like there is those Tetris. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I'm excited. I mean, I once we got on to record, I started downloading it. I'm, I'm pretty awful at Pac-Man, so is there like a the DLC? Is it like a full game that you can buy so you get like the the full version of Pac-Man if you want to call it that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's similar to the Tetris where if you buy the full game, you could play offline, um, and you could play just like normal Pac-Man, like a high score. Thing. Um, but then also the themes this is one thing I don't like about it the The themes are locked behind the full version of the game
0: oh that that kind of sucks, but it, it's whatever mm-hmm. like you know just cosmetic things it's whatever.
1: yeah, I mean it, it's all cosmetic, but it's cool how Tetris would have the themes, and you would like the more you play, the more you get you know
0: yeah that w- that was pretty cool, but I mean, I think you can also like buy tickets as well, so if you didn't want to, yeah, you could just go and like buy the themes themselves or whatever. Mm-hmm. um yeah well do you have any predictions for a future one that they would do i feel like it's it's almost hard considering tetris was the first one it's i can't think of anything off yeah the top tetris of my and head. then mario
1: and now pac-man so it's clear the their work with like any developer to make a game like this like if after mario if i had to make a prediction i would have chosen another nintendo game not mm-hmm. uh, a namco game um so i dude i really don't know i'd love uh, them to yeah. make like a um like a Doctor Mario
0: ninety nine, yeah, that's like kind of similar to Tetris. That that one would make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, what about like a a dude a Dig Dug? I I'm just thinking of like all the classic like Namco things. Yeah. Now, Dig yeah, Dug would be, be cool. Funny. Uh, like a pole position, just like endless racing.
1: Mm-hmm. I've seen after pac-man came up people were saying like galaga or zevious oh yeah you, galaga is like,
0: so cool
1: you're constantly shooting enemies that are coming on your screen
0: oh yeah that there's there's so much they could do especially with namco itself but i i'm sure that in six months time when we're talking about whatever the next 99 is it's nothing that we said <laughs> today it's yeah. gonna be something way out of left field yeah uh, for sure But we can move on to our next story, which is, unfortunately, uh, we're going to be talking about some more games that have been delayed this year, a a recurring theme. It seems like every other episode we're talking about it. Uh, But Lego LEGO Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga, and Deathloop have both both been delayed. Lego Star Wars wasn't given another date. Uh, Deathloop, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, was September was the new Mm -hmm. release date. Um, Pretty unfortunate. Lego Star Wars is on my publishing team, so I'm definitely disappointed about that uh death loop i'm disappointed about because i wanted to play it it just amazes me that this was going to be a launch game Mm -hmm. and we had seen and not only was it a launch game but we have seen gameplay that i think everyone was pretty satisfied with in june i believe yeah and it's been delayed since we saw that initial release over a year uh i I don't know just it's amazing that like (laughs) the stuff that goes on behind the scenes that we don't get to see. Um, I don't know. I would have, I honestly thought this was going to be a launch game. So when I saw the first delay, I was very surprised. Mm -hmm. How how are you feeling? You're not, you're not getting either of these two games. Are you?
1: Um, At the moment? No, I wasn't, but it's just, it's just interesting how so many games have been getting delayed recently.
0: Yeah. Very. I hope that, that everything ends up, you know, Hopefully by the end of the year, everything's back to normal. We still get like a good amount of games coming out. Um, Cause I w- I will say that this spring has been a bit slow and it's going to start picking up soon, but
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, definitely been not as many games said I, I would have liked, but uh, we can move on to our fifth story, which is just some news with Sony uh, came out this morning, the day of recording, actually uh, two game updates. One of them being that there have been rumors from pretty well-known sources so I, I would venture to say that they're probably correct uh that there's a, a last of us not remaster remake going to be coming out on the ps5 adam i'm really disappointed in this news
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's really stupid yeah there
0: was already like a ps4 remaster of it it looks it already looks good but it, it hasn't even been 10 years since it's come out
1: no uh, it's so, just if that's true that's just a bad business decision that's a waste of money and i don't the
0: Last of Us Remaster is on the PS Plus collection, correct? hmm How much better can they make it look? I mean, I know that they can make it look a lot better. I, I don't know why I'm saying that. It's going to look a lot better. But as like, who is going to buy this game for $70 when they can play the PS4 version for their PS Plus? hmm I don't know. This yeah, seems first. this this kind of goes hand in hand with what we were talking about with how strong Xbox has come out versus everything we've heard from PlayStation. I'm very disappointed in this. Um I would have expected even Naughty Dog wouldn't have wanted to do this because mm-hmm. they already don't they don't really remaster. They haven't remastered at any of their games really, other than that Last of Us one, which to me that one made sense considering how when it came out which was the year the PlayStation 4 came out but it was a mm-hmm. PS3 game and with how popular it was that makes sense but a full remake man uh and then the second one uh this one is a little bit less surprising uh, uh reportedly there isn't going to be a Days Gone sequel uh that game is a pretty people of uh, I don't know it has kind of like a cult following like people who played it if you look on metacritic it has a really high user score uh but critically didn't do that well adam you haven't played the first one is this is this surprising to you it sold really well which is Mm -hmm. i think more surprising that they wouldn't make a sequel
1: to a game that sold really well Mm -hmm. i guess it is surprising because it it is a game that people have been wanting a sequel for Mm -hmm. um so i know i'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are disappointed to have this this was part of the rumor right this wasn't something that came out and said
0: correct yeah it was it was part of that same like story yeah. so i i would venture to say it's true especially with all the details they said that ben studio the developers had had pitched a days gone sequel in 2019 and it yeah. got shut down so mm-hmm. they've probably been working on something else for the last two years or a year i should yeah. say
2: mm-hmm. i don't know
0: I, i'm just trying to think of like all of the first party games that are that are coming out and if Naughty Dog is working on the Last of Us remake, that means they're probably not working on something else.
1: Yeah, which and is disappointing.
0: And then Santa Monica's working on God of War, which everyone's excited for. Guerrilla's working on a Horizon sequel, which everyone's excited for. I don't know. I want to hear some Spider-Man 2 news. <laughs> mm-hmm. lift my spirits back up. Um, but we can move on to our sixth story, which isn't even a story. I just wanted to talk about it. Uh, there was a viral tweet going around. I believe it originated. It was an Xbox tweet. And it was for, you know, it was those stupid, like, iFunny things with like four pills, and you have to take one of them, but you can only pick one of them. Um, so, of these four pills, one of them is uh, you get to s- every cutscene in a video game is skippable. Two, your Wi Fi signal never drops. Three, you can auto save every two seconds, or the game automatically does it. And four, you have unlimited inventory space. Now, Adam, I want you to talk me through which one you
2: take. Probably the Wi-Fi one. All so the other yeah. ones seem stupid. Wow.
1: Explain. Like, if a game wanted me to skip a cutscene, I'd be able to. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, most games have skippable cutscenes. So that one just seems like a a bad decision. Um, autosave every two seconds. Same thing. Like, if a game... Most games have autosave.
2: If a yeah. game... um has a weird save
1: feature. It's it probably contributes to the difficulty of the game, you know? Which mm-hmm. is like that's not something I'd really want to mess with. Unlimited inventory space. Again, it's like the the game will give you a certain amount of inventory space for a reason. Like that's how they kind of balance the game. So, I like I don't want to take these
2: pills to just make me like um be cheating
1: at video games basically. Mhm. Um so the Wi-Fi signal one is actually, like, practical <laughs> to my wife outside of video games, too.
0: Yeah, but I feel like we need to take into account that this only means when you're playing video games and you don't play online games. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I took a, a little bit different. So for me, the autosave every second, every two seconds, I immediately put that one out. because like saving isn't hard anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, manually saving. I, I just think that's, like, the dumbest one. Uh, so I immediately took that one out. And I went through each one to see which one uh, would be the most beneficial to me. Every cutscene is skippable. I watch most of my cutscenes. Um, if I go in, and I'm playing through a game again, maybe the uns- the unskippable ones would be a little bit annoying. But, I mean, if I can only take one of these pills, to me, that's just like, whatever. I have to sit there for like two minutes and watch a cutscene. Uh, so I I took that one out. Wi-Fi signal never drops. Uh, that that's you know, I took it as only in video games, and I haven't played a whole lot of online video games. So um to me, that one doesn't seem quite as beneficial. But if I, you know, I got back into like maybe CSGO or PUBG, I'd be down for that one. I went for the unlimited inventory space, though. And I've talked about this before. Uh I hate in video games when you're carrying things that, you know, don't make you better at the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: For example... <coughs> Minecraft, dude. I should be able to carry whatever I want. Because that game's already really easy. Like, you don't need to carry, like, extra weapons. Like, you walk around with the sword, a shield, and a bow, and you're fine. As long as you just pay attention to the durability. Like, that's fine. But when you go to gather resources and have to be constantly going to and from places, it's just annoying. You know what I mean? And me carrying more stuff in my inventory doesn't make me better. It just makes me want to, like play the game more because i've had been doing like big projects on minecraft before where i have to go to and from like a certain place nether travel or use elytra to fly places and i have to do it like 20 plus times and it makes me like when i get like turn on my computer to play it makes me not want to play there for a hot second <laughs> so i'm like i'm like this is just gonna be a chore like i don't really want to do it uh so for me unlimited inventory space is like the one i'd, I'd go with but I'd understand all the other three other than the auto save every two seconds. So I guess the other two, the autosave one is just dumb. If you pick that, you're an idiot. I'm sorry.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, do you have anything else to add for this episode though? I do not. All right. Well, we're going to call it quits for today. Uh, we'll catch you guys on Sunday for our matinee. And if you don't watch those, catch you next Tuesday for episode 25, a quarter century of rambling gamers so we'll catch you guys some other time peace out see you